couple of weeks ago, composer-guitarist Ryan Marr was here to talk about his latest recording, Aft Earth, a collaboration with artist Tina Granzo. If you heard it, you realize that it had a profound effect on me. It's such a close collaboration that I felt we had to hear from the other half of the creators. So with me in the cafe at Artichoke Music is Tina Granzo, whose drawings, along with Ryan's music, have made this such an evocative work. Whether you think it's about climate change or a document evoking those years we were quarantined, it is a remarkable work. So, closing the circle, meet Tina Granzo. Tina, welcome to the Artichoke Cafe. Thank you. Nice to see you. We've never met. We have not. Isn't that amazing? It is very surprising. And we surprising. thought we knew everybody. I, you know, we're Facebook friends. That's true. I know that. But that's not really friends. <laughs> that's true. It's just true. whatever it is. You know? Acknowledging one's existence, yeah. maybe. And it's changed, so changed over the years, you know? That is true, too. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh, well. I'm still here because where else do you go to promote something? Yeah. Well, this that's is a problem. great place for that. This is my first time here. I love it. No, I meant Facebook. Oh. <laughs> well, that, too. <laughs> Yeah, this is, a nice, this, more this is a nice little room. Yeah. It's a nice little room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's lovely. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, I saw that Ryan Marr had this new work, mm -hmm. okay, which is always cool because I always like to talk to Ryan. Yeah, he's fun. Know? And like I say, we uh, when we finish talking about music, we talk about baseball. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think the podcast was twenty minutes. I think we talked for we talked about baseball for a half an hour after I turned <laughs> off the recorder. I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, so uh, so he sent me this, and um, uh, 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 it blew me away. Mm -hmm. I was going to have him on, and then somebody canceled on me, and, and he grac graciously dropped everything and came in and did it, which was wonderful. Good boy. I, very nice of him. Um, so, which came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> which are you, the chicken or the egg? Um, well, I think as they say in Harry Potter, a circle has no beginning. <laughs> okay. Um, I, th I think as Ryan may have mentioned, we, we've known each other for a while. Mm -hmm. um, my partner is also a musician, and that is how I, I gain many of my friends. <laughs> Neil brings me all kinds of people who yeah, are musicians. It's like cats and bringing in <laughs> m true. mice and stuff. I know. And there are way more of you than you, one would think. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, Ryan, I, I had a little show at uh, Vino Veritas mm -hmm. Wine Bar in Montevilla, yep. and Ryan was there. And this was a... So I, I used to go, my partner used to be a gigging musician, and when mm -hmm. I would go, he he would have to be the first person there and the last to leave, and one can only sit and drink so many martinis and not, you know, <laughs> have bad things happen in the end. And so I started taking drawing materials with me uh -huh. and sketching things. And I would see an object, a lamp, a glass, a bottle, and uh, turn it into some kind of landscape. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day, somebody at Vino saw me drawing and said, you should really have a show here. And I, ah, I'm not going to do that. And then I realized I had something like 80 drawings. Wow. <laughs> and I thought, okay, yeah, maybe it's time uh -huh. to do something. Yeah. So Ryan showed up and, um, of course, Ryan and Heather, his wife, and he really liked the work. He, mm -hmm. he saw something, I guess, musical in there, mm -hmm. or at least something potentially, 
collaboratable. So he saw something in you that jogged something in in, in his imagination. Yeah, and so he asked if I would be interested in collaborating, and and I said, dude, sure. I know what do you mean? And uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm always I'm always open to that kind of thing, Uh but. I had never worked with a musician. I'm not uh-huh. a big team player. I'm usually, I think, <laughs> like a lot of illustrators, we work by ourselves. Right. So Ryan, uh, so it was Ryan who started the whole idea of working together, and then he told me that his what he wanted to do was um, something of a call and response, where he. Uh-huh gives me an idea, I do a drawing, I show him the drawing, he does some writing, I listen to what he's done, and uh-huh. we kind of go back and forth. So, so. who was first? Uh, he gave me some themes. He uh-huh. gave me themes, uh, climate change, uh, just different things that are happening um, politically, uh, not specific things politically, just the way uh-huh. that, that we're as a people getting more and more divided and uh-huh. our actions are having bigger and bigger impacts. And even though we've learned that this is happening, we seem to not collectively be doing a whole lot about mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I think we tend to be creatures who think everything's fine until it's right in our face. Yeah. And then we start to act. And Hopefully. Um, yes. And also, <laughs> or not. yeah, that is true. Very true. Um, and also Ryan, as you, I'm sure know, loves to fish and I've heard that <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and climate change is impacting his ability to do that as mm-hmm. rivers dry up and fish populations dwindle and that sort of thing. So he gave me a bunch of topics like that mm-hmm. and I came up with, uh, a couple of drawings big drawings, uh-huh. which I realized right away, no, no, I need to go back to my normal size, which is about six by six. Uh-huh. Now, all of this was happening during the pandemic, right? Uh, it started before the pandemic, uh-huh. but most of the drawings were done during the pandemic. Yeah. For sure. It shows. Yeah. 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 And that, that was, you know, he, he wanted to know what I thought. No, 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 no that's not true. <laughs> I wanted to tell him what I thought. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. And, uh, well, who, what do I know? You know, anyway. What do any of us know? Yeah, really, that's true. You do, apparently. <laughs> well, I, sometimes I think my mind just goes. And then, and it's interesting to actually hear other people's interpretations. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. Because, as I told him, the com- this combination of, of, your, of, of your drawings and his music is the perfect depiction of what everybody felt like. Yeah. And I don't and think we s- intended that. Really? Either. I don't think so. Because really it was, um, climate change was happening already. Yeah. And that was really our focus. But but definitely some of the obviously political, um, there are a couple that. But it, ev- it just evokes the feelings. Yeah. All right, let me put it another way. Mm-hmm. It evokes the feelings I had yeah. during during the pandemic. You know the, the the claustrophobia, the the uh, despair. Yeah, emptiness. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, and I, of course, then I thought, geez, I wonder if this is going to turn the audiences off. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? It's jazz. It's, well, yes, <laughs> that's true. Good point. <laughs> 
then I thought maybe this is this this is going to be this will stick around for a long time, and at some mm-hmm. point, when we're a little further away from it, it'll be in the hot one hundred. <laughs> Wouldn't that be lovely? <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not the hot one hundred. In Portland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know in Portland. But in Montevilla. But it, it'll have a it'll have a a, 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 a wider impact. Yeah. And and I think it stands as a document to those times. Mm, sure. You know? Yep. Um, so what was your mindset when you were making these drawings? Because there, although there's a certain there's a certain dark whimsy to them, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them. Sure. Um, you know, uh, there's a certain dark whimsy to yeah, them. You know? So, yeah. so what, what was your mindset? Well, I think a lot of it was my typical mindset when I draw what I refer to as sketchy spaces. Mm-hmm. And I call them sketchy spaces because most of them are landscapes. And they're sketchy because they're mine. If I mm-hmm. want to have 85 different light sources, I'll have 85 different light sources. Yeah. If yeah. I want some impossible road, I'm going to have an impossible road. Yeah. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. It, it, they're sketchy they're just little worlds. And so part of it was that, because that was what interested Ryan. He liked that work. Mm -hmm. And so I know he had that in mind with the collaboration. And then, uh, so to me, it, there's, just because you don't see life doesn't mean it's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in, for instance, the drawings of um, flowers that are also buildings. Yeah. You know, somebody said to me, there are never people in your drawings. And I said, well, it's because I'm really bad at drawing people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're pretty good at drawing Trump. And then, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, he, yeah, he's a character. Yeah. Um, he's a walking said, caricature. Yeah, yes, he is. Yeah, right. He really is. Yeah. And not a funny one. Yeah, or um, a waddling character. Yeah. <laughs> Bumbling. <laughs> yes. Um, I think the people or the lack of people can be implied. You know, maybe there's somebody inside. Sometimes mm-hmm. the the structures are derelict, and so mm-hmm. you think there's probably not anybody in there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're not. So, in, and it's the idea of you know, Mother Nature will win one mm-hmm. way or another. Right. You know, whether right. we all are just booted off the planet right. um, through right. death and destruction or whatever yeah. Yeah. other means, yeah. that nature will prevail. Well, the lack of people, though, is reflective of the loneliness of that time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah. But I was doing that before the lockdown. So it's it's just <laughs> kind of. Wow. Um, I, I think it's just kind of coincidental. But also, again, with the climate change, I think Ryan saw mm-hmm. in a lot of my landscapes before the project that what the world could look like uh what another world might look like mm-hmm. uh, not including the actually impossible thing yeah. of course but yeah so the mindset really was um uh after earth you know what what do we look like after earth as we know it mm-hmm. and um so that's the other part the of the title that's not there yeah yeah. Ah, after Earth as we know it. That's what I th- I think because I don't think it. If science is not proven too wrong by what we as humans do, we have a pretty long time before the sun 
sucks in the earth and it's gone or the sun burns out or yeah. you know, before the planet itself is actually gone. Right. So it's for me, it's after earth as we know it mm-hmm. because the earth will still be here yeah. for a very long time, most likely. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One never knows. No. But despite our best efforts, it will last for a long time, just not as we know it. And who knows what, if there's a we left, what uh-huh. we will look like. Right. Right. Hmm. So, um, uh, tell me about the, the, the I, I, I had to keep, keep going back to, to the same drawing, but it's, I mean, there are many things that stick out. Uh-huh. Okay. But the Trump drawing. Mm-hmm. What what is 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 he sucking the life out of some out of somebody or the other or, or blowing the evil into somebody? So that drawing, and then and then in a, in a grave in front of a graveyard. Yes, yes. Um, you have hit on the one drawing that is absolutely COVID inspired. Uh huh. And was not necessarily intended to be part of aft earth because i thought maybe it was too overtly political so i was just drawing that drawing but i think i posted it to social media or something and maybe ryan commented and i messaged him and said do you want me to include that is it too political and he said yeah i do so what's too political at, at a time like this what is too political that's a very good question and I, not being a musician, not being someone who tries to sell published works of any kind, I, I don't know. And I should have known that Ryan is Ryan and he has his opinions and yeah. he's going to, he's an artist. He's going to put his opinions out there mm-hmm. in his work and there is no too political. And in my mind, well, I, I lost my brother to the, to politics and we've not even had a conversation about mm. it. And so I, I didn't know if we wanted to get divisive. But to mm-hmm. get back to your actual question, yes. um, Trump has on a ventilator. Yeah. And when I was making that drawing, ventilators were hard to come by. Sure. And that was a big problem. He certainly had access to anything that he needed. He had access to treatment. He had access to equipment. I believe at that time the government still had allegedly access to equipment that they were not releasing. Right. And so so he's wearing a ventilator. Mm-hmm. He is sucking the life out of the planet. Yes. And the graves are just deaths, people f- who've died from COVID. Right. It's, it's, it's the, the deaths re- resulting from his negligence. Well, I'm glad you weren't getting overly political. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it wasn't really meant for after. <laughs> what I do on my own time. <laughs> So how did it work? Um, how, how he would he once once this back and forth was going, mm-hmm. he would send you a, he would send you some music, and then mm-hmm. what is what is what 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 is your process at that point? Well, sometimes, um, I, well, I actually learned right away that that if I listen to music more closely than I normally do, I'm very much a lyrics person and mm-hmm. I sing the song in my head and and uh, I have a friend who says is it jazz it doesn't have words half the time <laughs> <laughs> and and I learned that if I listen to the music there's so many I'm not going to have the right uh, vocabulary for it for this and Neil is at home shaking his head um, 
there's so many there's so so many changes you mm-hmm. know there, there's ups and downs and it's fast and it's slow mm-hmm. and it's spinning around and it, it there's it's so dynamic there's mm-hmm. so much that's going on in i guess good jazz mm-hmm. <laughs> so in listening to the little bits that ryan would send me mm-hmm. i would think that well this is tall or this is falling or this is broken uh-huh. this is and and mm-hmm. that would help uh-huh. with a lot and uh-huh. some of them there were titles like the Venetian yeah. Gondolier and yeah. Sick Robot. Um, uh-huh. And some of them, the titles changed. So yeah. I couldn't rely on that, but the idea didn't change. Now, would he send you like completed pieces with the band or sketches? Um, I think the first ones he sent me were with the, the digital accompaniment. I uh-huh. uh, like know garage band or some finale or something yeah. whatever whatever mm-hmm. y'all use when you're doing those things that you do <laughs> um so the first few were that and then actually i went to a, at least one rehearsal that was in ryan's yard mm-hmm. and so um the other guys so charlie and tim were there mm-hmm. and uh and so i got to hear the music that way and then as he got closer to being done with some, um, mm-hmm. done before the post-production or the um, production, I mm-hmm. guess, uh, he would send me digital tracks mm. and I would listen. And um, at one point we decided that he, one of the first things he he sent me when he asked me about this project was actually a, a YouTube video that was uh, Brad Meldow an animated mm-hmm. um, song of Brad Meldow. And it was very political, very, very political. Mm-hmm. And so we we thought, I know I'm not exactly answering your question, so not okay. quite, but we're round, round. Um, it, it became clear that it might be fun to do some kind of animation, even though that's not what I do. Uh-huh. But listening to the music really helped with some drawings that I consider transition drawings. They're Uh not really drawings that I would have just done on my own, but I wanted something to help transition from one drawing to the next in the animation. Uh And the music was really useful for that because Uh music is movement and animation is movement. And so it, it kind of helped me think, well, okay, this is an unfurling or this is a spinning or this is a bouncing Uh kind of thing. So um, are, are the drawings in this book different from what you usually do because they're so directed or, or what? Um, some are and some are not. So drawings like the, um, the canal with the boat, mm-hmm. that's not something that I normally would draw. Mm-hmm. I, th- I would say the underwater, there's a, a church and a building mm-hmm. underwater and yes. that's probably not. Yes. Something I would normally draw. The yeah. the flowers, mm-hmm. um, the th- all the things that are that are buildings that aren't really buildings, like mm-hmm. plants that are buildings and that sort of thing. So did you Definitely. surprise yourself? Um I don't know that I really surprised myself. Years ago I was I used to write for one of the supermarket tabloids. Uh-huh. And of course it was totally fictitious. Yeah. And That's I would fun. get up every morning and smoke a lot of pot and <laughs> think of the worst things possible. Yeah. And write these stories That's and, and not understand 
how they could be coming out of me. Yeah, yeah. Do you yep. is is any because these are these yeah. are very they're wonderful and, and they're but they're very extreme. <laughs> I will I will say that I did not have that kind of a surprise with this project. Okay, but there was another project I did during the lockdown yeah. that I did have that huh. with. Yeah, huh. and I can talk to you about that if you want, but it has nothing to do with music. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, well, um, I called the project COVID Cards. Ooh. And what happened is uh, in, I think, April of 2020, mm -hmm. somebody uh, posted a Facebook event about supporting the post office. And, and it was a it was a ridiculous venue because it's a it's an event and it's a one day event. And the mm -hmm. idea is to vow to send one card or letter first class mail each mm -hmm. week. And I thought, well, I can do better than that. And I very quickly <laughs> went through all of the cards and postcards that I had at home. Uh -huh. And we were in lockdown. And so I thought, well. That you had drawn? No. Oh, I had not oh, drawn. Okay. I had not drawn okay. them. Uh, and I thought, well, I can start spending a bunch of money on these things, not knowing what my own personal economy is going to look like uh -huh. for a while. Or I could just start drawing my own. And yeah. so... I started drawing postcards, and in the beginning, I uh, I used vintage mailboxes as the inspiration. So they <laughs> were the beginning of my sketchy spaces. You mean the freestanding, the freestanding mailboxes? All boxes? different kinds. The ones that people would put bombs in? No, oh, no, okay. those still exist. <laughs> and I will tell you that that those, if they have the little lip that comes out, yeah, they're called snorkel boxes. Get out of here. Yeah. So Who calls them that? <laughs> the post office. <laughs> really? Yes. So I quickly ran through. That sounds like somebody's nickname. It is. Some sort of. Snorkel some, box. Some you sort of like. snorkel box. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, she's my little snorkel box. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> Very cute. Well, I learned this and other things because I quickly ran through um, the you know, variety of vintage mailboxes that mm -hmm. I was interested in. And I discovered this um, uh, PDF, I think it was a couple hundred pages. It's available on the post office website. They updated really? a few years. It is the history of the United States Post Office. <laughs> and I started reading it, and it's fascinating. The, the U.S. Postal Service is <laughs> so fascinating. And, I mean, everything from... Before it was called the Postal Service, when mail was delivered via stagecoach, people would put stamps on babies and themselves and put them <laughs> in the stagecoach because it was cheaper yeah, than, yeah, yeah. than buying a ticket, That's a bus funny. or a train ticket somewhere. And, um, or stagecoach ticket, I guess. Uh, but I made, I drew one postcard every day and I mailed it the next day and I did that for a year. To who? Friends, family, <laughs> mostly mostly friends and family, but every once in a while, um, somebody who I didn't know would would learn about them. Uh, the The most fun one for me was uh, is this woman named Clis Clarissa Jacobs, and she made this short film. She's a filmmaker. She made a short film called Lunch Ladies, which uh -huh. is hilarious. And I sent her a card because she asked for one and. I had by then had the first 100 printed. Wow. And she, through friends and family, um, knows Mike Farrell, 
who played um you mean from mash yes <laughs> so i sent him a covid card she asked me to send him a covid card in fact i think she bought a set of 100 postcards wow. to go to him but yeah so that surprised me it, it surprised me how easy it was to just mm-hmm. read something and anything from oni the post office dog to um anthony comstock who is still even though he's been gone for a long time is becoming a thorn in our sides again he uh-huh. he was uh, a big advocate for censorship oh and in the late 1800s and he is why back then it was illegal to mail anything that had to do with um with uh, female hygiene, Jeez. sexually transmitted diseases, oh abortion, yeah. sports, sports, and women's ankles. Yeah, yes. Uh, well, we we know what he liked. Jeez. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. So so tons of tons of good stuff, and then um, eventually. And if you get any of these, you mail them. You give them to me, <laughs> right, exactly. and I'll make sure they don't get any further. <laughs> It was it was really pretty That's ridiculous. Funny. Yeah, yeah, very crazy stuff. But um, so, did you like anthropomorphize mailboxes? Uh, mostly, I made them into buildings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. yeah. You, make, you make anything, and you can make anything into a yeah, building. Yeah. Anything can be a landscape. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it. Uh, at one point, I got to uh, the post office muralists from the. Ah. Um, the, a lot of people say the WPA, but it was really the uh, called the section on art and uh-huh. I forget what that, the section on art and something else that was part of the New Deal. And uh, the post office mural is fascinating. There's, did Diego do any of those? Um, no. He, he probably cost too much. Well, I do think <laughs> he was already doing murals at the time. Yeah, and yeah. it could be that some had already been destroyed, uh, you know, because oh, right, we, we did right, like the one yeah. in Rockefeller Center. Yeah, yeah. Um, that didn't even get finished, I think, because, I yeah, yeah, partway yeah. through, done with that. But So he was already but, on their shit list. Yes, he yeah, was. Okay. Yes, he was. Too but good. but there there were uh, at least 750 post office muralists. Wow. And some very famous, some you never heard of again, especially a lot of the women. Uh-huh. And uh, it was really fun researching just just online and finding something of theirs that I like and turning it into a landscape. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh-huh. so that that one did surprise me. Um, when you do a drawing every day, it eventually, at least for me, I got to the point where, where am I coming up with all these? How is this still happening? Right. Where right. where where does wow. this stuff come from? Yes. Yes, and I will say somewhere, somewhere in there, yes, there's a place. And I just listened to an essay by Octavia Butler, uh-huh. and she in the essay had advice for writers. And I, I'm not <laughs> interested in writing, but I, it was a collection of short stories. It was part of, and she said that um, she doesn't really, and hopefully I'm not going to paraphrase this too poorly. She doesn't really believe in inspiration out of nothing she Mm -hmm. thinks that inspiration comes basically out of practice and out of doing it Mm -hmm. so she says that you should write every day every day Uh just either in the morning at night at your lunch hour whether it's in a journal or whatever write something anything for an hour every day Mm -hmm. and ideas will come 
And I, I think that that is true of illustration. I think you keep, and probably all kinds of art forms, you keep yeah, working on it yeah. and you might be like, this is just shit. I am wasting my time. <laughs> but then something good comes out of it later. Yeah, yeah. or not. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I have never been able to figure out, although I had somebody ex- had, had some really uh, good ideas about, how does how do this thing how do these things come how do they get out of your hands yeah. out of your fingers yeah if I'm typing yeah how does it how how does it get there yeah how does it get how there? does it get out of a guitar how does it that right. I mean that's right. a way bigger mystery to me how people come up with music I'm like how do you choose which note goes after that first one well it's just like everything else yeah I mean, it's just like words or or yeah, or, or, yeah sounds you know, yeah or lines or yeah whatever you know yeah people say to me all the time I can't draw. And I think about how, you know, you just start with shapes. It's just a shape. And then I realized, oh, you know, I can't sing. And every time I try to sing, I think, that is not what it sounded like in my head. That is not <laughs> how I wanted it to come out. And I thought, okay, I bet that's how people feel about drawing. You know, I wanted to draw a circle, but it's a blob. When, when I was 20, because you know when you're, when, you're, when, you're, when you're 19 and 20, you try everything. Yeah, oh, yeah. Try everything. <laughs> What if I can do this? Yeah. Can I? And then you go, yeah. no. Oh, I can't do this. Yeah. Because I I did that too. I mean, I I was I I, I was in a folk duo. <laughs> <laughs> Singing Dylan and Ian and Sylvia nice. and people. Nobody remembers Ian and Sylvia, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll go Google them. And then I I tried acting, and I wasn't any good at that either. <laughs> you know. But I was really bad at music. Well, apparently you're good at talking. That I can do. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, and I can write pretty well. Excellent. You know, because uh, yeah, it's all based on writing. I mean, everything, sure. even 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 talking is based on writing because mm-hmm. it's all words. Yeah, journalism, you know? right? So you know, yeah. and it just comes instead of coming out of your fingers, it comes out of your mouth. Yep. I don't understand it. I'll never understand yeah. it, and I don't care. <laughs> Sometimes it's best not to. Why? What? You know? Yeah. Is it going to make me better? No. <laughs> is it going to make me worse? Maybe. Is it going to give you more time? No. 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 <laughs> is it going? Am I going to overanalyze it and come up with a fact and go, "Hey, Tom, you really suck." It's mm-hmm. also always a possibility. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that is why I prefer not to pre- prepare for certain things. Just right. let it go. Well, I, I, as, as I've said to a lot of people, when I do these these podcasts, I haven't written questions for an interview since 1989. Excellent. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because why should I? Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll look yeah. at people's Facebook pages or sure. just to get a little bit of an idea if I haven't met them before, like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would imagine that when you ask somebody to be on the show, there's something that you want to talk to them about. Well, yes, it's this so. book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> book here. Yeah. Which I've never got, I never get tired. I mean, I've, I'm not tired of looking at it or anyway, because there's always something new to, to, to find and discover and nice. feel bad about. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm so glad I could be helpful in that. <laughs> yes. You seem to have a real talent for that. You know what it reminded me of? Ever seen the movie Brazil? Oh, yeah. I love Terry Gilliam. Yeah. This reminds me of all those ducts, D-U-C-T-S. Oh, yeah. In Brazil. 
because there's uh, a lot of a lot of the shapes that you use uh-huh. really remind me of that. Oh, I should have. And that's not a happy movie. I should no, <laughs> no. I I I definitely brought the wrong the wrong drawings because a lot, especially a lot of my older drawings, yeah. have a lot of pipes and really yeah, different. <laughs> you know, just where is this going? What's its purpose? And yeah. where does it come from? Yes. Where does it come from? What's that crap coming out of it? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> is it sucking something into it? Yeah. Or which way is it going? That's like the Trump. That's like the Trump drawing. Yes. Is yes. he? Is he? Is it going out of yeah. Trump? Yeah. Or is it coming into Trump? Is he yeah. sucking the life, the life, life force out of us? Or is yeah. he? Is he blowing the the, the, the evil, <laughs> the evil of 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 of, of the universe yes. into us? Well. Although I did share what I was thinking when I drew it. Yes. Usually when somebody asks me a question like that, I say, he's doing whatever you want him to be doing. Oh, bullshit. I do, because <laughs> I think I, I like listening to what other people see in the drawings and what they think. Well, and, I always yeah. like to hear people talk about my work, but you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's very, especially when I was doing the postcards, I would post a picture of them every day, too. Uh -huh. And so, and people would comment and my friend mary in particular she she would say oh i see this that and the other thing and i think yeah. i don't know where that's coming from mary but i love it <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah well well, I hope you get to, you know, I hope there's some performances of this. I, I, I understand mm. that there were some problems getting finding a right, the right venue. Yeah, I was a little surprised. So I was shocked. So we did, a couple of years ago, yeah. do some of the songs at Monteville Jazz Fest. Yes. So, and, and we had the animations. I think there are five or seven songs yeah. that, that we did. Um, but Which yeah. is your favorite animation? Oh. And there, are, there all, there, are they on YouTube? They they are on YouTube. Okay. Um, so where what wh wh which one should we put on the page here? Oh, um, last time I was asked this, I said "Sick Robot," but I I think maybe "Refuse the Redeemer." That's interesting because that's what I put up on on Ryan's. Excellent. Good yeah. choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's refuse and not refuse. Well, I. I I think Ryan says refuse, so I say refuse. Uh -huh. But um, uh, re uh, Ryan and I have different leanings religiously. Uh -huh. And so, uh, to me, I I definitely think refuse. Huh. Yeah. You're refusing the redeemer. You yeah, are. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think there can be a redeemer. I think we have to redeem ourselves ourselves yes that's yeah a good, uh, yeah okay. but th then if if i followed through with that thinking then i i should land on well then i like refuse the redeemer because <laughs> maybe it is our cast-offs that are going to prevail although i don't know what they would redeem so i'm not sure i don't know yeah they don't have green stamps anymore no Nope. Do you know green stamps? You're I not, do. Oh, not old enough. For, you're not old enough to remember green stamps. I did not experience them. <laughs> but, but you knew what they were. But I knew what they were. Yeah. Okay. I, I grew up in the 70s and 80s. Okay. So. They didn't have them anymore. No, no. But. No. But I, I remember them. little booklets. Yeah. Of them. And, and the pages would always curl up because you have to lick the stamps to put the, wasn't there it wasn't yeah. even like a, a, an adhesive on the back of the stamps. Yeah. You had to lick them. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can't imagine anybody doing that today. Well, so <laughs> because of all that I learned during my year making COVID cards, yes. I can tell you that there was a time when people, what were they calling it? Like stamp mouth or something? No, I never people heard that. People were getting, people were getting uh, an infection or getting, and, and what? I don't think it really had anything to do with the God. stamps, but they weren't even in packages. And so there could be anything on there. I know, but people somebody didn't come before. Them and yeah, some people didn't come before you and lick it first. No, <laughs> no. But imagine how many hands, oh, hands have yes, touched it, yes, and you know, and yes. it is even though it's it's not um, wet yet, it can it's still a little tacky. And so people so. got some sort of disease. Yes, I didn't, yes. I've never heard about that. Yeah, Google it. Google a postage mouth or stamp postage mouth, mouth or something. Hey, yeah. postage mouth. I know. I know. But it, that's, that's what another, led to an, them being in packages. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and they weren't, for a long time, they weren't perforated. And so uh -huh. they had to be cut. Uh -huh. And then they became perforated. And then eventually the self-adhesive. Did you become a connoisseur of different kinds of stamps? Well, the funny thing about this whole project is that my dad was a mailman. Really? <laughs> and he was also a stamp collector. <laughs> and when he died, I got so many. I have books of stamps wow. so yeah so i have a lot a lot of stamps yeah but i and i gained a new appreciation for them do you have a yeah. favorite stamp um i have a few favorites one is in a series of four that uh are images from washington dc and uh -huh. they have the cherry blossoms ah. and one is a really creepy clown <laughs> Are you scared um, of clowns? No. A lot of people are. I know. It's really surprising. I have a painting. I don't know if you if you were around for uh, Extremo. No. Okay. Extre this is, it was this guy here. Okay. He called himself Extremo the Clown. And he would get in a, his called Clown, and he had a clown car. It had a working <laughs> water fountain on the back. Wow. And it was full of sculpture. And he would just drive around with his radio blaring so cool. and his clown makeup yelling and waving at people as they drove down the street. It was great. I did a TV story on him. Oh, my God. But, um, <laughs> I had, I'm going to have to look that one up. But my favorite stamp was Louis Armstrong. Yeah. That's a great stamp. That was a really cool stamp. Yeah. Yeah, I never sure. thought that we would sit here and end up talking about stamps. It's like baseball. <laughs> <laughs> or when I had Sarah Tiedemann on here from Third Angle. Uh -huh. And we all in the middle, I just said this last time, but in the middle of, of talking... We've, we, we, we discovered we're both Twin Peaks fans. Neil and I are big Twin Peaks oh fans. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm watching The Return yeah. for the sixth time. Oh, my God. We, I um, just watched episode eight. Oh, my. I. When the bug crawls into her <laughs> mouth, I nearly died. Oh, my God. I am a big David Lynch fan in yeah. general. And yeah. I what was. What a shock. I was in. I, I was in high school, I think I was a senior in high school when the TV show aired, uh -huh. and Neil and I were living in Detroit many years later, uh -huh. and he, I think we watched Fire Walk with me, and oh. I said, oh. oh, did you ever watch the show? And he said, the show? <laughs> and we got this weird, because at the time, you couldn't, you couldn't find the pilot episode in, in any of oh. the mm -hmm. the videos mm -hmm. or dvds and i managed to find this it had to have been a bootleg but i got it through amazon uh -huh. it's and it's in spanish and you have to turn Jeez. on english you have to turn on the english <laughs> so you can you can watch it in english yeah 
but it was the only thing I could find that had the pilot. Yeah. And yeah. we watched that over and over and over. <laughs> and then eventually uh, a, a, a legit set was released with the pilot yeah. and we got that. And yeah. So did you watch the return week after week after week? I I think we did part of it, but then our schedule always gets screwed oh, up, and so uh, then we end yeah. up, you know, having yeah, a few yeah, yeah. backlogged. But yeah, yeah, but we've watched them a couple of times, and it's not unusual in my house to hear coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that's that's the other one. We um we are not uh, casino people, but. Neil has this electric car now and we were going to the coast and we had to stop and charge it along the way. And we stopped in Grand Ron at the casino and that's, we walked in and we were like, hello. We've just lost the entire audience. You know that, right? I trust that you'll edit this out. No, there's no, I don't edit anything. Oh, no, no editing whatsoever. I was lied to Mary Sue. You're in trouble. No, she knows that. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, well, oh, well. Well, I'm glad to meet another Twin Peaks fan. Yeah, love it. Absolutely. What's her name? Rachel Good? Is she the one who does the Twin Peaks? Uh, She's the one who has the the latke food food. uh, Maybe it's not Rachel. I think what's her name? Uh, There's there's a a food truck which features latkes. Uh Uh-huh. But the woman who runs it is a musician. Uh Uh-huh. And she has a band. And they've, they've had several, like, Twin Peaks inspired shows around oh, town. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I'll have to look into that. I'll, I'll send yeah. you a thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> fun. God, fun. Neil has a keychain, a really? Room 315, one of our friends. Oh, my God, got really? Us the, yeah, 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 yeah. Did Jade send it to him? <laughs> <laughs> now Neil? I know we've really lost the entire audience. What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> We might have lost them when I said David Lynch. <laughs> you never know. You never know. He's he's a love him or hate him. Yeah, I guess you're yeah. right. Well, yeah. well, all right. Listen, thanks for coming in. This is a this is a fabulous work, mm-hmm. and 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 I just hope there's enough of them that they stand that stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Because it's worth it. It's a document. I mean, yeah. aside from just being a wonderful work mm-hmm. of art, both both um, uh, yours and Ryan's. Mm-hmm. But it stands as a document to the to, to those times. Yeah, I, mean, I appreciate it, it, that. And, and, I mean, it still is today. I yeah. Mean, oh yeah. Trump is still like yeah. the same stuff, and climate change is yeah. still the same. But yeah. still, it was a moment yeah. in time that it was just captured beautifully. I thank you. And thank you. Yeah. Well, you are welcome. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. And like we always like to say at the end of these, that's entertainment. <laughs>